Look at me. I had to move downstairs because it's so hot in my house. I've got I've got the fridge open with a fan blowing on me right now. We'll put a little swag in our in our show here. Welcome back, Rip City. I'm your host, Tim Johnson. And this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the City of Roses, City of Bridges, Stumptown, PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Now joining me is my co-host, Eric the Encyclopedia Foster. What's good? And this season, we're welcome, welcoming a brand new co-host, Gary Hassan, to the show. Gary, thank you for joining us, my man. Glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. I couldn't pass up the opportunity to come on, man. Thank you guys for having me on. Of course. And to top that off, we're kicking off this uh, first episode of our fourth season with a bang. And we're welcoming back a special guest, Big John LaCrofka. Welcome back, man. What's up, you guys? Thanks for having me back. Welcome to the new guy. I'm gonna call, I can call him new guy all season, right? You absolutely yeah. can. It's his rookie year. <laughs> little rook, little rookie, rookie. rookie. We just call we him a rook. The, we got the sneaker head down here who's trying to keep up with me on the kicks. <laughs> sneaker. Uh, I'm waiting. Oh, I'm waiting. Look, it's already started, man. And I, yeah, I'm not even in my man cave where I can go get my heat. <laughs> well, he knows he's got the upper hand now. Well, no, bro. I was on Strangers. I was on that Stranger Things kick, and I had to go get me some Reebok Classic vinyls. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Now, okay. this if, guy we, if we were in the man cave, I could go get my Hawkins High School Cortezes that are green and orange with the school logo mm. on them. Oh, and the wrapping in the boxes. Hawkins, the newspaper is the wrapping in the box, like with all the articles and stuff. Oh, I'm sorry, and I apologize. Right, I want to apologize man. to the listeners out there for right, bringing. He hits me. Yeah, again. I want to apologize for bringing that heat so early, man. I just, it's just what I do. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to get one hour of me That's getting my right. ass right. whooped. <laughs> you know what? Before we dive too deep in to this episode, I gotta start off by saying congratulations to your daughter Olivia yeah. for committing to the University of San Francisco. Yeah. You got to be one yeah. proud papa. That was pretty dope, man. Thanks for bringing that up. That was Of course. Yeah, if you course, guys do really want to cool. do if you guys want to do a college recruiting uh a college recruiting uh uh podcast, man. I'd be your guy now. Now I know everything. I've done so much research <laughs> over the, I've been her journey. Yeah. Glyer <laughs> for the last year. It's been bananas ready to commit wow. and then coach is getting fired and then ready to commit and then coaches uh, schools disappearing and then showing up and then her having a you know killing it and then just it's been nuts man it's been and uh, it's been cool it's been cool to see a kid work so hard and then to have coaches on zooms you know just all over sweating her and telling her how great okay. she is at this and how much we'd love to have you do this and we'll build our program around you with this and I'm like around Zoom, right? Because it's her journey, so I'm letting her do it. But I was sneaking yeah. around the corner, listening to every every Zoom call, trying to take notes. Uh, yeah, it was very interesting, man. She came down. It came down to a bunch of schools. She kept killing it down the stretch. So more schools were showing up, and she was saying no to anybody east of the Rockies. She's like, no, thank you. Uh, and then we started getting this way and this way and this way, and then it was all West Coast teams. And, uh, yeah, it was uh -huh. about – I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of schools involved, and she's ended up at uh, uh, Gonzaga was an option. Pepperdine was in the mix. San Diego's a lot of schools like U of P. I wanted to go to U of P because it was 
you know, 10 minutes from the house, man. And she wasn't too excited. Right. He's not trying to lose his baby. He doesn't want to lose his baby. Yeah, You're like, right. I, got I was, I was, I was Googling. I was trying to figure out how I was going to sneak in that stadium, man, and watch those games. Uh, but uh, no, San Francisco, San Francisco gave her an offer. She couldn't refuse. And she's as good a student as she is a baller. So yeah, we're really excited, man. She's, yeah. uh, she's crushing. She's still got another year of high school. So they're, uh, wow. Yeah, oh, dang. they're the nice. defending. They're the yeah, they're the defending state champions, and so practice starts kicking off here in about two generals. Weeks. And she's the team. Yeah, she's the team. That's right. She's the team captain, and so hopefully we can uh, stay injury free and they can defend. Rankings just came out; they're number two, uh, so they got a little motivation since they didn't rank them number one. So it's being in yeah, charge. Got that chip on your yeah, shoulder. being in charge of their social media and all these kids. I've been throwing these little punks in the back of my car their whole life to practice. I'm going to get them all fired up. Give them some billboard material. <laughs> there you go. There you so go. So when and, does she get to, when does she get to uh, tap thanks, into the though, man. NIL, man? Where's the name and likeness? Funny you right. said that. I assume you guys would already have thrown us a deal. Um, but you spent all your money, obviously. Uh, <laughs> you spent all your money on the new guy. We can get her a oh, shirt. No, no, no. He's, he's more like an intern. He's more like an intern. <laughs> Apparently, we're spending all our money on this guest right here that we're talking right, to. Right, 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 right. Um, no, man, it's funny you say NIL. I actually have two deals in the mix. I hollered at some friends of mine that own some shops and own some stores here locally. And uh, wow, actually, one go. of them's interested in doing it, starting it right like right now. But uh, OSAA is kind of weird oh, about really that. Nice. They, uh, yep, they're mm -hmm. like they're really a little, little bit. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to do anything stupid that would jeopardize her situation. So I think she's going to have two deals here wrapped up pretty soon. And then uh, they won't kick off for another year when she heads down to San Francisco. But uh, yeah, no money involved. Just, you know, just some some apparel and different things Sweat. like that. And, yeah, yeah. And I told yeah. them I, I've got four years of eligibility left, man. So if they want to sign me up. Oh, man. <laughs> Tap in. Shoot her. The jeans are good, right? Tap in, baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I don't know where she got those soccer skills, man. Because it's obviously my wife, man. Because I was I wasn't even good enough I, after sophomore year. I got kicked off the team, so I went over to be the kicker on the football team, and that was about the extent of my career. <laughs> That's fantastic. I never I never actually played soccer right in on. school. Never. No, I was actually. I uh... it's because you suck at sports. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm a oh, natural really? athlete. L listen to this guy. Tim right. No, he doesn't. Really? Just, no, oh, he no. doesn't. He doesn't. Just soccer. He looks Don't make like, me he, looks like he, said, he looks like he sets a mean screen. Oh man, that's my game. <laughs> It'd that's be a slow. Do. Hey, don't get me wrong. It'd be a really slow screen. The play would take yeah. a long time to develop. <laughs> yeah. But I'm yeah, assuming yeah. at some point he'd get around the, there. Well, I mean, come on, man. I played I on a team with, 90s, with Tim. 90s hoops. We played on a Portland Portland uh, basketball team with Tim. And I played against him, and I have run through his screen, and I've run into his screen. <laughs> and I now, was, was that, a was that the, back then. Was that the oh, was that wow. the league for the blind kids? <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. Okay. All right. All right. This is getting out of it hand. It was really I awkward. Back in. <laughs> we didn't realize we were we were actually shooting in a pool. We were like in an empty pool. Okay. They told us it was a basketball court. Couldn't feel the decline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's let's talk some Blazers. Let's talk some hoops here. The whole reason we got you on here, John, is to talk talk Blazers. So we're in summer league. The Blazers lose the first game, uh, but really the biggest takeaway is that sharp injury. About what six minutes mm -hmm. in or so. Um, 
then we've got two more games and Jabari Walker looks like he may be the steal of the draft. Mm-hmm. What are your what are your takeaways? I mean, I'm sure you've been watching because you, you're not working them, right? Yeah, it was weird not being down there. Excuse me, first time in forever that we haven't done the games. And uh, when I see our guy on the bench, I'm like, where's the what's going on? Because <laughs> I'd have found the injury. That mm. could have, you know, healed him. Shown Gave him that. You'd, you'd expect. Yeah, right. That Cobra Kai. No, no, no. What was the other one? There's yeah, Cobra the Kai and then it's the Miyagi. Miyagi. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sucked that he got that sucked that he got hurt because I was looking forward to uh watching him play. But right. mm-hmm. the, um this Walker kid, man, I didn't know anything about him. You know, I didn't watch Colorado ball. Of course I knew his pops, you know, played in the league and mm-hmm. just an active dude running around doing a lot of the stuff he does. Um, but yeah, this kid looked mm-hmm. great. And then they just signed him today, right? Like officially, just like this afternoon, yeah. they just signed him. So it wasn't even, oh, it wasn't yeah. even like a two-way. That's yep. like a legit contract. So um, yeah, he got a three-year deal. It looked yeah. like. So what's that like hmm. a two-year and then a team option, or two-year and a? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think player option. I don't know. Uh, you tell us, John. Well, hold on you're, a second. Hold on. Let me here. call Joe. <laughs> hold on. There we go. We'll wait. We'll wait. What's up? We need the. Uh, you're watching. That you're watching the music. podcast, and you told me to tell these guys to screw up. <laughs> Got you. All right, dog. No, no answer, bro. You're not getting nothing. He's watching the stream right now. He's not impressed so far. We'll he's, catch he's up not later. Impressed with the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, but I mean, yeah, that that Jabari Walker kid. I mean, he looks real good. I mean, his. The last two games, he had a pretty solid double double. I mean, and he's hustling, yeah. like it's like everything you want to see from yeah. from a, a young up and comer. Right? Did you guys watch him in college? Speaking of looks, okay, I am not convinced that Samaki Walker didn't go back in time yeah. and just grab his younger <laughs> self and dude, this dude looks so much like his dad. It's stupid, it's ridiculous. Like, does he have a mom, or did right. Samaki Walker have a baby with Samaki Walker? <laughs> <laughs> what was the I got a story about that. Now we can't do on the podcast about having babies with it. Um uh, Will Smith, what was the movie with Will Smith where they cloned his ass that just came out like mm. two years ago? It's like that because he looks just like Gemini, him. Gemini man. Mm. Oh. Mm. That yeah, was I mean, can I just say that was not a good movie? Man, man. It was cool. It was it was pretty bad. It was pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, I li- but I don't what do you expect from what do you expect from it? I mean, so I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. Be- well, I was. I was a big fan of Will Smith movies up until that point. Oh, why? You don't like that? Did something, happen, that? With, did something happen with Will Smith recently that made you not like him? <laughs> I never said I didn't like Will Smith. Uh-huh. Tim's a big Chris Rock fan. Oh, he's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> After that. Um, another guy who sucked at sports. <laughs> <laughs> He can take Tim a slap, is, though. Tim is the Chris Rock of the <laughs> basketball podcast world. Just getting bid slapped all over the well, place. Oh, wow. At least, at least wow. I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Jabari, though, he's looked good, man. I don't know anything about him other than what I've seen. Um, just the fact that he's so active, I like Same. that. And I love, what is he, like six, eight, six, nine? Or is he not that big? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's six, eight. I love. He's six, nine, actually, but big guy. I love. Wingspan. Six nine dudes, I love small forwards that just go out there and you don't have to run a play for him. And he seems like he's that kind of guy. I lo- I don't I don't care. 
I always love Mo Harkless because he didn't have to run a play for him. Mm-hmm. If you start mm-hmm. expecting stuff from a guy like Mo Harkless or people expecting things, you're not going to run your offense through him. You know, you're not going to call up plays for him and stuff, but you throw him out there and he does the, you know, mm-hmm. self cliche, but he does the dirty work. Maybe he's a Chauncey kind of guy. I mean, isn't that what Jeremy Grant, yeah. isn't Jeremy Grant supposed to be that, that same style? You could throw two of them out there. Exactly. Uh, Nick Batum's one of my favorite players I ever, you know, have ever had on the Blazers and I just I love you never had to run a play it's unfortunate that he ended up getting to a point in his career where he had to sit out on the corner so much because we had such ball dominating mm-hmm. players with him but I love that kind mm-hmm. of player man that you can just roll out there don't need to run one play for him and everything they're going to do is just gravy man so maybe this kid falls into that I like it yeah yeah I agree I'm, I'm actually really excited even though the sharp injury happened uh, I'm actually really excited about Jabari Walker. Um, have you heard anything about the sharp injury? No. Are you are you like are you like radio silent right now during the offseason? Oh yeah, I'm not around these guys at all, so I don't overhear things, or I'm never in the hallway, or never you know crawling underneath someone's bed trying to get some inside info. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no man, I, I haven't heard anything. But I'll be totally honest with you. You know. He didn't play Kentucky. He's supposed to be some crazy. I've only seen footage of him, and it was like high school, you know. And 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 you know, mm-hmm. what can you take from that? I told you that I build highlight packages for a living. I can make anybody look like anything. I made Joel Prisbilla look like Shaq once. He wanted he wanted a two minute video for his family for some family <laughs> reunion thing. He gave me some music. I put some rock to it, and I literally made him look like a pasty Shaq. He was dunking on people. And, spinning baseline and blocking shots and talking you know he's like he he called he's, he texts me and says damn dude he's like you made he's like I'm, I'm gonna need you when i'm up for my con um so highlight packages never really i don't look too much i don't look too much into them uh but i can say that what did you guys think how do i say this was he gonna play a lot this year anyway are we expecting him to help out if he's on the court, what situation are we in? Because he got, I mean, what is it? Is he a two guard? I mean, he's too small for a small forward, I mean, right? Yeah, but I think, in my humble opinion, I think he was a guy that they were hoping could play the two, but they could also slide over at the three at times. Yeah. Oh, I think we lost John. We might have lost John. I'm here. No, he's oh, there. there. He's there. He's there. Hey. Your, your breakfast nook isn't so good with the Wi-Fi no, there, dude, John. I'm looking. I'm full You got to get those Wi-Fi extenders. I need that or uh, I got to turn my AC unit off. I got to close the fridge. It's blocking the signals, man. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's a big lead box. I got, I got my kid. Uh, I mean, were we expecting him to play, though? I mean, that's the real question. I mean, John really did ask it. I, I wasn't. I, I, I mean, That's what I'm asking. I mean, I, I think... I think the vast majority of the fan base may have. See, that's we, just the way that it's playing out. Though, why would you look at the guys who are playing ahead of him? You have I was a just thinking, good question. Who's at every position that he would play. play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna sit hard. Dang, You're gonna sit little. Yeah. yeah, You're not gonna sit little. You're gonna sit Grant. You're not gonna sit those guys. Those guys are NBA so caliber got, players I, that have put play their dues. I'm not good with the book learning and all that and the numbers, but you got Dame. I was going to say CJ. I was so used to saying that. But we got Dame, Ant. You got Josh Hart. Hart. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that is yeah. only three real guards. And are you counting any of these dudes that were here last year? I mean, down the stretch. Well, you got to play. You got to assume that they need somebody playing the small forward, right? So they, I mean, but yeah. then you have little. You got little yeah, there. You got Nas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's no. Yeah. I mean, you, you got. So you you decide, got um, Winslow. Oh, so you got just. I mean, and you got Keon Johnson too, who's a yeah. stud. You know that yeah. that kid's I a stud. I think they like him. That dude seems to have a good head on his shoulders too. I think they like him. Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, it's like, where were those numbers and minutes going to come anyway? But I'm always like that. You could ask mm-hmm. me that every July about draft picks. And since Dame, I mean, obviously, well, I didn't even think Dame was going to do what he's done. I, I unfortunately, mm-hmm. I told him that a couple of times, and we had some good conversations about that. But <laughs> I told him I wanted Kendall Marshall and Austin Rivers instead of him. <laughs> Dame was he. Dame St. John a text said two and that, years and $127 million well, extension say, later. That was the last time Dame ever talked to John again. That was the last time Dame, Dame ever gave him a pair of shoes. That's a whole other podcast, man. Dame was heated, man. He, what? And then started asking me all these questions. I'm like, damn, dude, I shouldn't have said nothing. Uh, um, but, I mean, it just seems like I've always been kind of like that with rookies. Unless they're a clear cut star, unless they're a clear cut player that's going to come in and and perform, you know, like like you got to be better than these vets, plain and simple. And I just every year rookies, I'm like, if we're all hyped on this rookie and you got these nerds on the chat rooms and the forums, just he looked great. Well, I could put up a double-double sometime in one of these summer league games. And so it's like you really got to look at what these guys are doing against this competition and against uh, in that environment. It's no different. I mean, it's a pickup summer league game. And so I, Sharp went down. I don't I don't know anything about him. But it's like I wasn't expecting much out of him this this year anyway. If, like I said, if you are, if you were expecting a bunch from him, where, where are we as a club? Yeah. Right. And that's uh, foolish anyway, right? When you think about it, the kid play. I mean, and I'm, I think he's going to be good. Don't get me wrong. I think that after some development, he'll be ready to play, but that's two or three years down the road. And he'll be like, what, he didn't play then? a single second of, yeah, it's a second, of, one second of college ball. You know, he didn't play any college basketball, you know, so his level of competition is, is restricted to that group of kids that he was playing with. And well, that's what I was going to ask, ask you about what you just said because. You said you think you do think he is going to be really good, but how? How? Like what? What is telling you that if he's only really played high school ball, he he's what, got all the tools. You if you watch him, I mean, his high school the six minutes of no, not the summer league. I wasn't watching that. I was more or less watching. So you can, I mean, when you don't have the same metrics, right? You can't watch him in college. You can't watch the summer league. You go back, you watch his high school tape, and then it's like now the now the barometer is okay. How much is he dominating? And he's one of those guys that was in high school that wasn't just like the best player on the court. He was like, he looked like he was playing against little kids. So you can say, you can look at that and go, okay, well, he's playing at a high level. He's playing against kids who are, are, from a high school standpoint, really, really good basketball players, and he's making them look foolish. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, the potential for him to be really good is there if he develops himself and continues to get better. But go ahead, Gary, Karina. Yeah. So, so, so when the Blazers drafted him, like, so were you guys happy or were you disappointed? Like, did you want them to draft somebody else or what? What do you think? I wanted them to trade that pick. I wanted, I wanted to win to. now. 
that's what that's what I thought was. Yeah. I mean, I had no information, but I assumed timeline wise that that was going somewhere, um, and and bringing in a, well, and bringing John, in a vet to help. John, yeah. take off your company hat for a minute and put on your your fandom hat because I know you're a lifelong Blazer mm-hmm. fan. Them not trading the pick, do you? And I don't want to get you any hot water or anything, but do you think that was a bad move as a as a fan? Oh, when they didn't trade that pick, were you? I mean, were you disappointed? I don't know if I was disappointed. And yeah, I got you know, there's only so much things I can say, but I do know yeah. Joe. I do know he has a vision, and it's kind of like the corporate thing to say. My man knows what he's doing, <laughs> and if. If they made that pick, I, I don't know. You know, I didn't hear anything, but I have a feeling maybe they were looking for something to help Dame faster, more on his timetable. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, you just mm-hmm. got to, like, take the best thing that's available. You know, deals are always mm-hmm. – once yeah. you start hearing about deals. Well, you heard the Ananobi deal. They wanted a lot. They wanted yeah. extra first yeah. picks. They wanted other yeah. first-round so, picks. They wanted little. So they wanted fans that are, the seventh yeah, these pick. these that are out there going nuts here. They didn't try to do anything, and they didn't try to do this and that. I'm sure they were humping in the war room, trying to find, you know, find the best deal. Yeah. But yeah. as far as, like I said, it kind of goes back to what I just said, that as far as immediate impact and immediate help, you know, I'm quite sure a vet, a Norm Powell, or a, a vet of that, <laughs> like that, could um, uh, had a bigger impact than this kid. Like I said, I didn't watch them. I'm not in the war room. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I know about basketball, yeah. but I, I don't I, know. I know they were... know, I'm not sure what the... Well, the money lines up too, yeah. right? Like he's going to play four years on a rookie scale deal now. True. They, if he develop, So if he develops in a year, right, he comes back next year and all of a sudden he's, you know, a fringe starting caliber basketball player. Now you got him at six million dollars instead of paying whoever twenty or twenty one. Well, and on that, and on I that will say this in defense token. Oh, I'm sorry, man. No, no, it's okay. In defense, well, I was going to say real quick. In defense of the pick and in defense of this kid that I haven't seen play, um, reminded me a lot of the raw talent that we saw from Ant out of his IMG footage. Um, it's yeah. kind of ironic yep. that we have Ant on the team, but it was a very similar comparison. Same style, same floating, same same glide in this game. Um, reminded me a lot of what we saw from Ant. And this guy is what three inches bigger? How I don't even I can't remember how tall. He's not six three, right? He's, he's like six, 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 five. Six, five, six five. He's six five. That's great. I love big guards. And so you know, worst case scenario, it takes the kid three years, and he's you know doing stuff. It just depends on what. We're trying to accomplish out there. Um, yeah. Well, and you know, draft is always a crap shoot anyway, it, man. It's it's always a crap it shoot. Is, it is. People people that it's always funny, man. These people that think they're experts and oh, check out my mock draft. It's fun to talk that stuff. <laughs> but if you actually think you know what you're talking about, you're the mayor of clown town, man, because you you have no well, clue um, of what these well, guys and are going to do. And the thing doing, is, so. this kid. This kid could look phenomenal by the trade deadline, and maybe you you're able to end up, you know, finally using that pick to trade in for another vet mm-hmm. to help for the second half of that season and really, you know, bolster Dame and, and the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. So, you never know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and we're right. We're all guilty of it, but 
another reason that I think Sharp's going to be a good NBA basketball player is there's a lot of fucking people smarter than me doing this job, <laughs> right? Who are like, that kid's going to be really good. And I'm going to defer oh, yeah. to them because yeah. these guys spend their entire lives in there. And that's, you know, when you go on Blazers Twitter, you look at these chat rooms and you're watching what people are saying. A lot of the time I just shake my head because we're a bunch of armchair quarterbacks. And you have to, when, you, when you're sitting here talking about that, you have to acknowledge that. But they and don't. People who are knocking Cronin. But they don't. That that's just it. They don't acknowledge that. All these chat rooms and all these Twitter dudes and all this stuff, they think they know what they're talking about. And that's what's funny. They actually think we all have our opinions. And you know, I I don't take for example, I don't take Eric's opinion for anything. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Tim, on the other hand, nobody does. The guy's solid, man. The guy knows what he's doing. Tim is like <laughs> Tim is like, whoa, dude, this dude Eric is like, who's really who's really bad? <laughs> I'm Henry John's Abbott. I'm Henry up. Abbott. Yeah, Henry Abbott. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I, that, I'm Henry I Abbott. John's making up for his comments earlier. <laughs> and I don't know Korea. I don't know Korea. So I don't know, you know. Nah. I'm there we go. Guys, man. No, but on a serious tip, you guys know this. These dudes, they know. And, and these insiders, that's where it always cracks me up. These insiders are yeah. funny to me. These guys, I think I've I mean, passed podcasts with you. I've gotten into it with local media guys. Like big time because I call him out and I'm like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. No, yeah. you have no clue what you're talking. About. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you, I, I mean, you have to acknowledge that, and that's why you know we, we had to defer. It's easy to make your opinion and have your own vision for what you want as a fan and what you want for your team, but at the end of the day, there's people that get paid a lot more money than we do, and by a lot, I mean you know exponentially more since we make nothing. And <laughs> their job is to find the best basketball players on the planet and develop them to play in the most premier league, you know, in the universe, <laughs> essentially. Mm -hmm. So Sharp's going to be a good guy. I mean, and a lot, I think yeah. one of the big things is people have not focused on the Jeremy Grant because they're more focused on that pick. But to me, that mm -hmm. Jeremy Grant pickup is huge. That's way well, you bigger got Grant than... for what? A bag of chips? What did we get him for officially? Mm -hmm. Uh, Milwaukee's 2025 oh, first round pick and two second round yeah, picks. That's, that's, dude, that's nothing. Which is going to be a late pick. That's nothing. Mm -hmm. That's nothing. It, it sure seems like yeah. there is a lot of negative vibe that this dude came in. I mean, at least on what I'm reading and what I see, it seems like a lot of people aren't impressed with it or aren't that. But it's like, dude, we're not going to get free agents, you know, coming to Portland. You're just not going to land those yeah. big names and stuff. So why not? It's never been that right? way. And, and, then you, and for me, like, that's why I, I like the uh, the sharp pick, man, because it's like here here in Portland, like, man, we can't get free agents to come here and come to Portland and stuff. So, I mean, it's like you you got to take a you got to take a chance and, you know, try to try to get a good player because getting free agents here is not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you, what's the, the biggest free agent we, we've ever got here? Brian Grant, like 1997. Grant, but even yeah, with BG, yeah. it wasn't like he was a star. He was he was kind of on the rise and blew. I don't know if he blew up here. I love Brian Grant. He played his best. Oh, he did. He, he did. Great. But here's the thing. This is why they call me what they call me. <laughs> we signed him for sixty-seven million dollars. Bob Witsit signed him for sixty-seven million, and people in Portland yeah. were throwing a fit. It was one of the. He became the most expensive and the highest-paid Blazer overnight. Wow. He played four years in Sacramento. Wow. Oh, uh, that's yeah. a great question yeah. though, man. Because wow. hmm. we traded for Pip, and he was on the downside of his career. Um, yeah. Buck Williams came in. It helped, but he was on the downside. Andre Miller was also we another guy on the. God, I love Andre Miller, dude. One of my favorite players ever. That dude. Man, for me, my 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 favorite players 
Rasheed Wallace and Zebo and Andre Miller. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my favorite free agent pick, not the best one, but my favorite free agent pickup Portland ever had was Kenny Anderson when oh. they got him, when he got traded from Jersey to mm, Charlotte, dude, but man. then we picked up He Kenny. was so cold with that left hand. Uh, my man, my man's mm-hmm. uh, Zebo Andre Miller, your favorite players might have the collective lowest um, uh, jumping ability. What's the term I'm looking for? <laughs> a vertical. Vertical. That's vertical. The lowest, that's the lowest combined. I like. I literally am like right in between Zebo and I. Miller. Yeah. Uh, but the highest marijuana <laughs> let's, tolerance. Let's be honest. You couldn't. You, true. you couldn't Very even. True. John, you couldn't even jump as high as freedom. No. Freedom no. camper. No. No way. Or, and 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 his freedom. <laughs> right. Excuse me. Uh, I'll tell you what. Andre Miller. What did he? He scored that fifty for us down in Dallas. Not not oh, one yeah. three pointer. Mm-hmm. Not one three pointer. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Because he couldn't yeah. shoot him. <laughs> but the thing is. But the thing is, that's why he was so cold. He knew his 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 game. He's not one of those cats out yeah. there that's going to try to. Launch. I mean, he knew his game. Um, I tell you a mm-hmm. fifteen second story about Andre Miller. That's awesome. Comes in media day, just doesn't give a damn. Braids just loked out, man. He's from he's from South Central. Comes in not mm-hmm. wanting to deal with anybody. Just bad attitude. All this stuff. All my coworkers were like, fuck Andre Miller, blah, 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 blah. I go, dude, this dude is cool, man. You just got to, you know how to talk to these guys. Introduced myself to him. He kind of was blowing me off. He's like, who's this good-looking, older, white gentleman talking to me? <laughs> I say, Dre, grew up playing basketball. I'm a big fan of yours. He's kind of looking at me. I said, I grew up schooling uh, Michael Doliak in the neighborhood. And he looked up. He looked at me and he goes, Doliak. And I go, yeah, he's from Northeast Portland. He goes, I didn't know that. I was like, yeah, well, until he was a senior, you know, a summer before senior year, the dude was like five, nine. And then he grew like, he literally grew like wow. 14 inches over this, you know, this fall. Wow. And so uh, we used to not ever let this dude play. We didn't even know who he was. Now all of a sudden there's this big seven foot one dude, you know, wanting to play. And he's like, big John, man, big John, pick me up. And I was like, okay. And I never, you know. <laughs> so anyway, I made that I made that connection with Dre. They played in Utah together, and they're really tight. And from that point on, he was cool as hell with me. Um, and whenever we needed sound bites, they send me instead of any of the announcers and stuff because he wouldn't talk to them. Um, but it's cool. It's cool that you said Andre Miller, man, because that cat. He, I loved his game. Oh yeah, just just smart. I mean, he's gonna back you down and take you to the post and pump fake, and then, pump and fake, be this, pump fake, and be that fake. far <laughs> off the ground man. yep exactly yeah, it's cold but that's the caliber of player you know to bring it back that's the guys those are the guys that we're getting we're getting guys who are not all-star caliber players but they're guys who will come here and play mm-hmm. you know once they get once so they get getting here. a guy like jeremy grant yeah they love it here mm-hmm. most of them uh Who's my guy that's the GM of Phoenix now? James Jones? Jones, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the nicest dudes we've ever had on the team. And he was with us for what, that one season? One season, and yep. Every single time we got off the plane from a road trip, you know, it's the middle of winter. He'd go, oh, and he'd like make this grunt. And he'd go, oh, God, and he'd put a jacket. He's like, man, this place, I'm in Antarctica, man. I hate this. Because he like grew up in Miami. <laughs> And, you know, he's just, he's not feeling our weather. And he'd look at me, he goes, you're from here? And I go, man, you got to adapt. You got to adapt and overcome, man. That's what it's about. 
And he says, no, forget that, <laughs> man. He's like, I love, he says, I love the fans, but I can't do this weather. He hated it. <laughs> so it was the weather that drove him out. Yeah, that dude, man, he, talk about, he's done well. He's moved right in, yeah. man. He's made some great decisions. Oh, yeah. One of the smartest dudes that we've ever had on the team that I've gotten to know, James Jones. That dude's smart as hell, man. Genius. Him and Monty. Yeah, Monty Williams. Monty Williams is great, man. It's yep. good to see them succeeding down there. Monty's fantastic. Especially everything he's been through. Uh, I don't think he had a very smooth upbringing either as a kid. Um, just talking to him and getting to know him and stuff. So he's just one of those dudes that thrives no matter what. But, yeah, I love seeing him succeed. He's a great guy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, John, we actually had some mailbag questions for you. We had some <laughs> listeners chime in. We got some bangers in here. Do man. I need to run these by my wife? Uh, you may not want her to hear these. Are they dirty? Are they? <laughs> Are they hot chicks? No, I mean one guy. One guy was chiming in asking about your modeling career, and I I know that's not safe for work. No, uh, you'd have to Google some of those pictures, man. There's some weird ones. There was some really weird. All right, we were we were in we were Let in me... Bangkok at a bachelor party. Was that? No, I'm not going to tell. Yeah, you keep going. We're, no, 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 we're, no, we're no, reserving this time for no, you here. No, no, no. <laughs> nope, I'm good. This Let's is get to these questions. What the hangover was. Yeah, it was. Was it the hangover two or three or whatever? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, the first uh, one comes yeah, let's from. Get these questions. I, I think you saw this one. I think you saw this one on Twitter. Uh, first one comes from a Thai sporting PDX, and he asked, "What was his name? What was his, na- what was his name? I like hearing these guys' names." Ty Sporting PDX, or it could be Ty Sporting. Maybe like a thank you. You need to get Westbrook out That's of the frame, dog, bro. Dude. That's my <laughs> uh, uh Hey, did did you did you see that that video? He's not of him wearing singing? a dress. <laughs> did you see that video of him singing? Yes. And the wild one, Mike yes. Rice, lit yes. him up. <laughs> my boy Mike, my boy Mike does not like that dude. I got into it with Russell Westbrook in a subway in Westwood, California once. And yeah, really? that was a fun story too. Can I can I tell it? <laughs> sure, real, why not? Real yeah. quick. I was in Westwood. I was staying there working for Pac-12 Network when they first started. I went down for a week and did uh, UCLA swimming, USC volleyball, UCLA soccer, USC, back and forth, back and forth. And I was down there for like 10 days. And the, the, the gym's right there where all the guys were playing. I pull in my rental car, go into a subway. Maserati pulls in, Lamborghini pulls and all this stuff. And it's him and his crew. And you could tell they had all just been running. And uh, I see him. Whatever, dude. I've been in the league many years. I see these guys all the time. I don't mean to sound like that, but it's like I wasn't all in, you know. And I actually wasn't a big fan of his up at this point because he was a jerk to Dame. And so I was like, fuck you. Uh, he looks, uh, he's standing next to me and I hear Psh, like that, like, Psh, and I look. <laughs> and you guys might know, but Karina might not, that I've got a pinwheel tattoo on my leg. I got an old school pinwheel from the 70s uh, with my neighborhood on it. And he goes, Blazer fans. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) And this was before Dane. This was a long time ago. And I go, Mm -hmm. oh, damn. I go, I didn't know it was going to be 
nothing like that. I just came in to get a sandwich. All his boys started laughing. That's all I said. We just walked around. He kind of like nodded like, okay, that was, he's, a, he's like, okay, okay. Uh, and from that point on, man, I, uh, I love the dude that he's just going to call me out over. I'm trying to get a cold cut combo and this dude wants to throw. Um, and so from that point on, man, that's my dog. Um, so I, yeah. Uh, let's do those questions. That's man. I didn't, good. I don't mean to tie sporting. Ty, thank you. Sporting. Yeah. T Y sporting PDX. Mm. Uh, actually I'm going to derail it one more time. You get, have you gotten his autograph or anything? You get like some cool merch or, from, or pictures from, or Russ? from Westbrook. Uh, yeah. I, I, I see him all the time on the loading dock when we're going there. I got some, I got a good picture of him. giving me a dirty look for my Instagram. <laughs> I got a really tight shot, a That's low awesome. shot. And I'm like this to him. And he's like, and so I got this great, I got this great RC fish eye shot. And he's like, what, the, what are you doing, dude? Uh, I got a great one of Harden doing that to me too. He'd opened up the door on his, his Lamborghini and he's giving me a photo. Like, what the fuck, man? Like the worst look ever. You have to go on, you have to go on my gram and find it. But it's just like, he just looks like he just wants to whip my ass. I love those ones. Those are the best ones. That's, that that might be your new shtick, man. You gotta you gotta start like photobombing these guys or something. Like just take some random pictures and catch them making funny faces. <laughs> right, or something. right. That's a good one, man. All right, this question: Ty Sporting PDX, where does Nasir Little play most of his minutes this season? And if he stays on the court, what does that do to the rotation? I'm hoping he's our starting three. Um, you know. Our lineup, since we lost a lot of big guys over these last few years, has just been always undersized or always placing guys as in, he, I guess he could play the full three in line. I mean, he'd be a fantastic three. Um, seems to play well with Dame when they when he is out there with him, which hadn't been a lot. Uh, but he's just so active. And, and once again, he's the type of guy, he's the kind of guy I like, man. You don't got to run a play for nuts. You just have him come down and trailing. I mean, he's going to get the rebound and start the break. He's got handles where he can push it himself. But uh, if he's out there just causing havoc, man, he's sweet. I like him on the weak side. He'll come over and swap the shit out of somebody's shot too, you know. But and and mm-hmm. what is what would you say? What do I see? You know, he says. He us? says. Uh, he says. He says if he stays on the court, which I imagine he means like if he ends up eating up a lot sure. of minutes, where are those minutes coming from? Like like what does that do to shit, the rotation? Man, keep him out on the court is at three for thirty five minutes, and I'd be happy as long as he can stay healthy. I mean, he's at that point in his career now. And, I, I, you know, when we got Nas, I was pumped. That was one of the summer league guys that I was pumped about. Because, you know, you saw we saw what he did in college or um, high school. And then, um, you know, whatever happened in college happened. You go to North Carolina. If the kid went, you know, to Vanderbilt, he'd have, you know, scored 30 points a game or something. But these guys all want to go to the big programs. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm a big Nas fan. I, I hate when I see him injured. It's just killing me because I know what he can do out yeah. there. Uh, but once again, you don't have to run anything for him. I'd love let the um, and just create and just cause havoc. I think he seems like he's a he's a chauncey kind of guy, man. He gets out there and gets dirty. Mm-hmm. Twenty two years final, old, too. yeah. That's just that's it. Yeah, young. That's it, brother. We forget we forget these kids. They're kids, man. We forget that. I mean, I know I do all the time, mm-hmm. and you know. They're, they're put on these pedestals. Oh, you know, oh, NBA players, and you forget to. And now at my age, now what's crazy is last year I officially was old where the first player 
we had was older than my son. Like, uh, like my son grew up with these players, man. As a little kid, I got pictures with my kid with sitting on Marcus Camby's lap and with B-Roy in the locker room. But, you know, they're like five <laughs> years old and six years old. Now, literally, now I just looked at the roster. Some dude on one of these forums put it in. There's now four cats on this team that are either my son's age or a couple months older. And that, dude. So, like my man said, like Eric said, they're kids, man. And, and mm-hmm. remember back in the day, these dudes came out of school at 22. And, you know, if, mm-hmm. if, you know, at 24, they start developing and helping, you're like, okay, cool. Now, if you're not doing shit by 24, they've given up on you and you're playing in Poland somewhere. Right. 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 Uh, well, Simon's final, is 23. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. So, the final part of, of TY's question is, uh, what is, what do you think NASA's ceiling is? How old is? are you? Hmm. How yeah. am I? I'm in my mid thirties. Oh damn! And you haven't. And I know this I look is good, this, huh? I look young. I look like I'm in my twenties. This is the best. This is the best that you've done. This is the 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 best of your game is like this. <laughs> At thirty five. How many times? Are you gonna, how many times are you gonna use that on this show? <laughs> and more. Use it more. Be the yeah. oldest to do that. There we go. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm sorry, brother. I totally was sidetracking you guys. What was the next question? No, it's all good. Um, he the the last part of that question was, uh, what do you see NASA ceiling? Oh, where where do you see? Jerome Kersey. Yeah, I'm with I'd you. I'd be cool. With, I'd be cool with that. There's hey. a lot of the same vibes. I'm cool with that. If he hits a three, you're like, yeah. hey, you don't really want him out there, Jack, and all the time but mm-hmm. uh being active blocking shots you know my man's not gonna be i mean he may not want to hear this or someone may not know his i don't see him starting an nba all-star game but as someone that can contribute if that dude's like your fifth best player if if he's your sixth best player if he's just active out there and i'm not big on numbers but you know the whole plus minus stuff but if he stays positive with his efficiency you know i'm not a numbers guy by any means um you know if he's not hurting the team out there I mean, a Jerome Kersey type. My man's average. My- yeah, we. It's funny. We actually, we actually had an episode called Jerome Kersey vibes, and it was devoted to Nasir Little. Right on. That's why I'm where I am in this world. I'm uh, uh, Emmy award winning, um, constant guests on multiple podcasts. It's just that kind of fire and heat. Right. <laughs> this new, this new dude. We're talking about it, right? This though. This new dude, Karina's just like. <laughs> and he's like so this he's nice. texting eric he's like is this dude for real man is he <laughs> I know. and he was like, a no i'm thinking that. i i, I <laughs> no like i'm I, I i'm thinking that i like the uh comparison yeah. though honestly like the the comparison you, uh, that you're making to uh, jerome kersey is perfect you know because yeah. you don't want him out there you know doing doing too much but i mean if he hits a three you know that's great you know if he's playing defense that's, and, that's and, great, and you know, he's gonna have some of those things like jerome and he's gonna be out of control sometimes and you're gonna take that with well, some of the other stuff mm-hmm. right the good the, the he's definitely is, he's, a, a positive con- contributor he's not gonna be a mm-hmm. net he's a hustle deficit. guy he's but a hustle i wanted guy. to give you guys he's something. a glue guy I pulled them up just so we could look. I'm not a big numbers guy. I don't do the analytics stuff like a lot of these guys. Nerds. Exactly. Um, right. We actually have. But I do look at. We actually have females in our life that we don't have to inflate. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I did want to look at just what the numbers were. The dude, she overall shooting percentage forty six percent, which is not bad. Okay, so we're it, it's a bug right up, hovering around the league average, but. His three-point percentage on three and a half attempts a game is still 33%, which is not, again, not bad. Well, but he's only taking three. But his two-point percentage, yeah, he shoots 59% from two. Wow. Mm. Right. Well, because my so, man takes it to the rack old school style like Jerome did. Oh, and then it's, exactly. you got to like that, man. You mm-hmm. put your head down and take it to the rack and good things are going to happen. Someone, someone's going to help. Someone's going to slide. You're going to get a whistle or someone's going to get an open shot. He doesn't create that often. He's usually on the other end of that, right? He's usually the one getting the rock. Right. Um, but yeah, Nas is great, man. I love him. Uh, let's just keep that kid healthy. Um, He's another yeah, no guy, kidding. though, too. When I'm talking about we just... eye test, we don't see a lot of him. But I watched right. him at the Portland Pro-Am last year, and I watched him put like 70 points on these D1 right, college right, players, right. you know? like. Yeah. All right, Big John, we got we got another question. What's their name? Another one. Name. Another I like, one hearing, I like hearing here. the nerds' names. So this is coming off of a Discord server that we're a part of. It's another podcast, uh, the Trailcasters. They started a Discord server. We're part of it. What, did, what uh, is this that? This guy's What's name. A Discord server. Uh, Discord's like an app. It's like a. It's essentially like a, a forum that can have multiple channels. Oh, right and it's just a discussion. Cool. I um, saw that Trailcasters talking to me today. I hadn't hadn't heard of those. Yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't had me on, so I'm quite sure they're not at the level you guys are. You know what? I'm sure they would love to have you, but we're kind of we're kind of selfish with our guests. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, hold on. They must be watching. They just texted me with an offer. Stand by. <laughs> Whatever it is, we'll beat it. Tim, prepare the counter. Prepare the counter offer right know, now. Right. Are we about to head into the war room right now? We can give him two packs of ramen noodles. This dude, one no, vitamin no, water. Big John is a tic tac connoisseur. He just said a. Taco box from Taco Bell. No. Oh, hey, that's a win. I'll we pass. can't beat that. I'll pass. No match. Uh, what's they gonna they gonna get him that Mex- Mex- Mexican pizza? Oh. Is that right? They just brought that yeah. back, right? Oh, oh yeah. is that your jam? <laughs> it is. Man. I'm Let's half do Mexican. It. <laughs> I'm half Mexican, man. I, I got a little bit of. I've got no hate on Taco Bell. I'm okay with Taco Bell, but there's some things there, man. I'm like, I just can't do that. The white boy in me, though, yeah. every now and then, <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> bring it on bring on that yep. gut rot <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but this guy's name uh, or his handle I guess is Die Mad Anger Issues this is going to be good Anger Issues and I know that my man hey yep. side track time out I listen I keep pointing this way because you're down here man must be E Eric. Uh, no Eric's here we got Karina. Tim. Oh, Karina? Karina's here. Oh, me. Okay, Karina. Uh, okay, I listened to his man versus mood. <laughs> I listened to two of those podcasts. Yeah, I did, oh, wow. some, I did some homework okay. on you, man. I wasn't going to have you just come at me freestyle. I wanted to make sure I was ready, bro. <laughs> uh, I listened to... I didn't mean to get away from my man's question. I listened to the social media one, and I listened to the toxic masculinity mm-hmm. one. And that's some that's some fun. Okay. Hey, that's good. I don't listen to those type of podcasts, but that was some good stuff. Yeah. Um, when you're as masculine as myself, you mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you have to be careful about being John, toxic. Uh, John is the poster boy of toxic masculinity. <laughs> actually, hey, and I'm sitting here in a Degeneration X WWF <laughs> shirt. No, I'm no. That stuff, man. That was some good. 
listening to uh i'm a social media nut. i use it i heard you i don't mean to go off on that i heard you um talking about that stuff and i i use it for just family and fun i don't ever go in there and read anything negative i i've yeah. got all that stuff on another channel i just like sharing pictures of my family with family uh but then yeah. as far as toxic masculinity now that we're talking about that uh never did cry until i I had my first kid, man, when my son was born. I'm not going to cry. And I had my son and, man, tears. And then when he graduated, man, they, they got pictures of me crying like a little baby. So yeah. Uh, yeah. there we go. That answers our we've, – we've covered that now. <laughs> the eight. But no, man. That happens uh, with kids. I think, yeah, man. I I cried when, when my kid was born, you know. I'm going to cry when I got married. I, I mean, I cried a lot, you know. And I think those things are just important yeah. to talk about. Because you knew your life was over. Yeah. I did. Yeah. No, did, your life is just starting, Tim. Hey, I cried the first time. I cried the first time I saw Eric's face on here. <laughs> it's me every time I get out of the shower because I got that fucking mirror. No, that's just between us. Uh, no, but no, man. On a serious, on a serious tip, that was some good stuff, man. I enjoyed listening to some of that stuff. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I didn't mean to venture off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Oh, no, I'm, 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 I'm glad you liked it, man. And I mean, for me, now I cry because my son, he's... 16 and he's 6 9, so I can't beat him in basketball anymore. So, so I cry every time I play. <laughs> I'll tell you him. what, since we're, you're not doing it right, Gary. <laughs> I tell you what, yeah. I movies now get me now that I got the kids, man, and my son now is grown up and out, and uh, my daughter's almost gone. Movies get me now. Stuff mm -hmm. that I'll be watching a movie I've seen 20 times, and I'm like, damn. And I start, you know, making sure no one's looking, and I look over at my wife, you know. I yeah. get that. You look at your wife too. Okay, I get that because as soon as my kids were born, I start getting a little choked up. I immediately look over and she's looking at me like, yep. you know, where the? Are you yep. okay? What's going on over there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you better watch out. Die Mad is gonna come after us, man. We don't get these questions. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. Not. Okay. Okay. And I was just gonna say, with, Let's the, get with this a name here. like that, I'm quite sure he's a toxic masculine guy. <laughs> oh, 110%. Right? All right. Here's his question. Here's his question. That's question that's another ribbon on, on your fans them. here. Yeah, my is bad. This how, this how you treat your fans? Oh, yeah, both of them. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They say never meet your heroes. <laughs> right. I'm not wearing a, I'm not wearing a cake, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's got a good question. This is a banger here. He wants to know if you have a secret signal or something to tell Chauncey when to challenge a call. Hey, I tell you what. God dang, I don't want to go off on all these stories. Now, no. Now, now with the uh, challenge with Secaucus, with the league and all that stuff, now it's all, we're nowhere near. And now they got guys and they've been assistant coaches with videos, with iPads, they can see shit. They can look at our replays, you know, immediately. But I will tell you, and I'll make this really fast, 
years ago, I won a game for the team, and I can flat out say that I did. We were at Orlando. Coach Nate McMillan, B. Roy's on the team. Um, so it had to have been, what, 08, 09. J.J. Reddick was on Orlando. That's all I remember. Long story short, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. J.J. Reddick comes down, hits a three. Everybody goes crazy. We go to break. I go back. And I look at I look at uh, his toes, and they're on the line. I scream to the mics, Mike Barrett, Mike Rice, "Hey, brother, that's a two. And this was pre going through the league reviews, you know, replays. He screamed to Coach Nate. Coach Nate screams to the ref. They go look at it, take a point away. So now it's tied, and we're coming into like the last two minutes of the game. B. Roy comes down, just blah 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 blah, hits this fadeaway three. Our bench is crazy. We're going to break. They go to commercial and they gave us a two. Mike's, that was a three. No bullshit. Tell Nate. He yells at Coach Nate. Nate yells at the ref. They look at it. We get, we won that game by one point. And we were on the plane and we're flying somewhere. I don't know. And Coach Nate comes over and, you know, they called him Sarge for a reason because he's always over. He comes over and grabs me by my neck. He goes, dinner's on me next time or something like that. Went to the next city. I had room service for like the two days I was there. He totally hooked me up. And, yeah, nice. and so it tell this die man or uh, die hard, yeah. die man, uh, die yeah. hard. Tell Bruce Willis, <laughs> uh, but no. Nowadays, nowadays it's all technology and all that. Not even, not even a possibility or an option anymore. But back in the day, we did used to. Um, we did used to uh, holler the guys, man, and, and that was all pre-technology and pre-new rules. So. Uh, I'm one to know. I was, I was, John. I told Coach Nate, I was like, I get that W, dude. You didn't do nothing. I saved the day. John, you are a hero. Uh, to, to some, You're to some, MVP. I could understand. <laughs> I'm used to it, though. <laughs> All right, man. We got, we got one more for you. This is from, also from that Discord server, Ike in Portland. Ike Diago. He working at a plaid, working at a plaid pantry on 82nd. <laughs> Selling scratch off lottery tickets. I, I've been to that plaid. Scratch I've been to that plaid. Lottery tickets, man. Texting Big John. Go ahead. I... He wants to know who your favorite players are for snatching up highlights, and are some guys just naturals on camera? Oh yeah, man. Like personality wise and stuff like that to interview. Most definitely. Um. Gosh, I've done so many highlights over the years with guys. Jared Bayless was always, that's a random name to throw out there, but that dude always had some sick-ass plays, man. He'd come through. They'd, they'd come and help on him on that on that pick and roll, and he'd always pop, pop, and he was through. I mean, Andre Miller was fun. It always felt like I was, they, the highlight packs took forever because everybody thought they were in slow motion. Um, uh, Bass, <laughs> yeah, slow back in the day, Bassey was great. Um, I've done a lot of stuff for a lot of good guys, but I mean, you know, I, I put together mini Kobe packages that Blazer viewers didn't see because uh, at the time our producer wasn't going to show Kobe packs while he's lighting us up for 63. But uh, <laughs> any of that stuff is cool. And you want to know what's weird, man? There's a couple things I've done, projects, side projects and on our broadcast that stood out. Um, Drum Kersey passing away. Um, I had to put together, we went and you played Utah, I think, the next night. And I had to put together like a memorial two-minute thing for off air and dude, that was tough man you did yeah. that that was really really tough to do um uh also we did that with maurice lucas coach luke um who you know i 
I was really, really young, but I remember him playing for us and got to know him when he was an assistant with us and putting together his memorial video. That was dope. Uh, but the coolest thing I ever did, man, was for Muhammad Ali and Michael J. Fox and Brian Grant uh, for their for their foundation. Yeah. Uh, Pat Riley came through and was a guest speaker. And uh, I got to, I put it together with some really cool music, all their old footage and highlights and stuff. And then had them, I got to sit with them and watch it. And that was an absolute honor. And it was to have, uh, yeah, that kind of, that kind of went off the, the path of what that dude asked. But um, that was a really cool thing. I've done a lot of really cool projects like that. Always love throwing together LeBron stuff, man. That dude is so cool. And uh, I'll do some Westbrook stuff. I'll sneak in an extra Westbrook face or something when we play them, wherever he's at. <laughs> and my would. director's like, dude, <laughs> I see you. Because they all know I love, you know, I love Kobe too. And so they'd be like, okay, we know, we know. And they get all mad. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, that's it for the questions for you but at least from from the mailbag questions what i want to know john you worked we had talked during uh or at least leading up into uh the postseason because i was trying to get you on the show mm -hmm. again um is working the playoffs different than the regular season no. for you nothing change on on, on, our, same, on same our broadcast nothing changes it's the same you know, there might be an extra production meeting because they want to hype it up and we got different elements like a new open or new music or a new look. But for me, as far as in-game when things are going, nothing nothing changes. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, games, game winning shot over OKC or whatever. It's all it's all the same. This year was weird. We didn't make the playoffs. And so it'd been a really long time that I hadn't done Blazer playoffs. But I worked for so many other different companies that I, I went ahead and did a run with TNT. And so I did their stuff all the way through to the um, finals. Um, oh, you did? Yeah. So nice. back and forth between Dallas and San Francisco and all over the place doing those. Uh, and those are actually kind of, don't tell them this, but those are actually kind of a break for me because uh, they've got like four guys doing what I would do by myself on a Blazer broadcast. You get on those big national shows. If you guys ever meet anybody in TV that does any type of production, and the first thing they start doing is, oh, I work Super Bowls, or I work this, and I do the World Series and shit, because I worked all that shit, too, and it's funny. It's just so easy. Like, I worked the Olympics, and uh, we did basketball in Tokyo last year, and I'm in a room with seven people doing what me and, like, one other person would do on a Blazer broadcast. That And so everything, it just gets so filtered down. Like, I'm doing that game. I got, like one camera i'm like in charge of one camera a super slow-mo replay and that's it whereas on the blazer broadcast i'm in charge of like 10 cameras and cutting highlights and doing replays and doing you know oh, yeah so uh, it just depends on the show you know uh, the bigger the show actually the less responsibility you have it's just more people more people mm -hmm. see when you screw up yeah crazy yeah so oh, i got a question before you go talk about cutting highlights i need to know in that 09 playoffs where we did that rally downtown uh, and had all the players come out, before, did you cut that Rip before, City Uprise package? Before the playoff series? The before the playoffs. Everybody pumped up, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, it's like a 10-minute montage of the season. Like, you did that? 
Bro, I watch that like at least once a week. Just still, Dude, like I just like I go to YouTube and watch it. I'm I'm in that video. That's great. Cause you got you got that you got that the shot of everybody at that little rally downtown, yeah. right? I'm right there in the front row. It's in my favorites on YouTube. <laughs> I've only made one. I've only <laughs> made one blazer video myself, um, and I didn't cut it. Uh, my boss did, and it was when we got the Greg Oden pick at that lottery party. Um, mm. You know when everybody's going nuts and they're screaming and all that stuff. Uh, I'm leaned up against the mm -hmm. wall right next to the table where you know the mics are and wheels and all those guys. I'm like right there, just soaking it all in. And I'm sitting next to Ime Udoka and those guys actually. I grew up with Ime, and so we're all sitting there and we're just oh, like, wow. "You got to be kidding me, dude!" And we're looking at each other like, "You want to get this pick?" Uh, and then when they announce and they show B-Roy, and then we announce that we got the pick, and everybody's going crazy. There's like about three seconds, the camera turns, and I just go like this. I go, "Wow!" And I'm just like that. <laughs> and my boss put that shot in there as a jerk, and I look like an absolute tool bag. Uh, but yeah, that's the only, that's the <laughs> that's only awesome. time I've ever made I've ever made that. You guys should see the videos I put together for my daughter's soccer team. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I bet you I'm not messing epic. around, dude. I'm getting footage and I'm my getting on my daughter's Snapchat and her friends are sending me videos and I'm because I'm like on the road with the team and I'm cutting stuff together mm -hmm. and throwing music underneath it and her highlights themselves are dope because I'm always doing stuff. But just I put together these hype videos for their run to the championship this last fall. And uh, when they were recruiting my daughter, the head coaches for these schools, like the Gonzaga coaches, said, he goes, hey, if you don't mind me asking, who did all your highlight videos? Because I know for a fact <laughs> these kids are here. And she's like this. She goes, dad. And I'm like, hold on a second. I'm like, hey, coach. And he goes, man, how did you do this and that? And then it started taking over her meetings, and I felt bad. Um, I was like, yeah, you give my daughter a scholarship. I'll come cut your videos, too. <laughs> That's yeah, how it works, yeah, yeah. right? No, man, they pay me right. and I, I can't complain at all. I've had real jobs, so I'm, I'm really lucky at what I do. I, I got a, I got a serious question for you. Finally, it's, it's towards the end of the show, but I, it's only, I have it's to only taken you. two years. Right. right. I, I have to, I have Dude, to. Ask Tim you. Johnson's like, can we? The Ike Diagu of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta ask it. Can we finally? put to rest the conversation about Dame leaving. Yeah. Can we finally put it to right. rest with that extension? Right. Yeah, I, it wasn't happening anyway. I mean, it, as much as I think I told you that when I was on with you guys last time when we were in Tokyo and me and Dame talked and stuff about that stuff. It was right after all that stuff in Vegas Summer League broke. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? I go, what is, what is, I mean, me and him are cool. I was like, what, what is going on? What is all this stuff? He goes, man, I got no idea. I don't know who's spreading this, who's spreading that. It's like, of course I want to win, but he didn't want to go anywhere. I mean, it's it's cliche, man, but he's loyal, man. He wants to he wants to do it here. I don't know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know how much more he has to show or say. You know, of course he wants to win, but um, I don't know. It's mm -hmm. it's hopefully this puts it to rest. Um, I know the dollars you know, definitely help motivate a lot of people to do different stuff. Um, I've made a lot of people motivated to do things with a lot of money. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's sister, remember that, man? That, that we were at the beach. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> oh. But she got a house. She got, she got a house out of it, so that's all good. 
She can even has wheels on the bottom, so she can move. Wherever she I'm all about hooking Sarah. You just let her know what I'm saying. I have a big jump. Uh, no, man, but seriously, they, that, I hope this puts it to rest because, dude, that dude, we're so lucky. I don't have to tell you guys this, man. We're so lucky to have a player like that rep us uh, on and off the we're court. So lucky. I mean, that well, dude, he's, I can, he, if you guys ever get a chance to meet him, wherever randomly professionally work or whatever hey i'll tell you the only time i've ever met him hook it up john here's the meeting that i had with him so i had season tickets uh the year before he came in so then when they wanted me to renew they brought me out to the practice facility i got to take my little brother Uh, and we got to link up with all those guys while they were they were prepping to go to their first vegas summer league so i meet myers leonard Really cool yep. dude. I mean, this—he was a beanpole at the time. Yeah. You know, he wasn't all yoked out. Myers Leonard, quality really nice dude. Guy. It's Will unfortunate Barton. what happened with him, but that, that sounds weird me saying it. But that dude is deep down, he is a good guy. He's a good dude. I mean, you can just mm-hmm. tell by the way that he carries yeah, himself. Yeah. You know, uh, Will Barton was was yeah. great. I mean, he was a little—he was out there when yeah. he was a little cuckoo when we were at yeah. the practice. He's like too. that all the time. So then I come up. So I go up to Dame, right? So they're like, oh, this is Dame Lillard. This is our new. And I'm like, and I shook his hand and I go, Dame, rookie of the year? And he goes, uh, I just want to win, sir. I'm like, sir. I'm like, at the time, I'm like 29. I'm like, I'm not old. But that's right what he on. said to me. That's all he said. He's like, yeah. I just want to win. You know, humble guy. That's like, young, just uh, like, it, it's it's one of the coolest stories that I ever have. It's the only story that I have of meeting him. But I'll never forget nah, that because he was great. dead serious. He wasn't like hyped. Will Bar- if I would have asked Will, Will have been like uh, MVP. <laughs> <laughs> but right. Will's crazy. Damn, Damn, cool dude. Man. We're lucky. To, we're lucky to have that dude. And he's got a he's got a quick wit, a dry wit. He will crack on the people just like I crack on people. Uh, really good, really good dude, man. I mean, he's solid. Bro, tell him. Tell him. I, I know he's a huge wrestling fan. I got an authentic WWF, WWF, not WWE, WWF Intercontinental Championship belt. I will give that to him if he if he popped up on the show. <laughs> we may we may have to tweet at him, man. He is that guy, man. Talk about knowledge of other things, man. Boxing, boxing that dude is crazy, man. And I, you know, for ten years I worked for HBO Boxing, and uh, I still occasionally do some fights for different people, but. He, I'd be, uh, I'd put a picture on Instagram and he'd send me a message. He goes, you're at the fight? You're at the Pacquiao fight right now? He's like, yeah. He's like, oh man, blah, blah. And just, would just mention the third undercard of dudes I didn't even fucking know. He knew everything about him. And that guy, man, absolute, absolute yeah. money when it comes to um, knowledge of boxing, man. That guy, it's unreal. And like you said, wrestling, where I'm completely lost. I, dude, I didn't watch any wrestling uh, as a kid. Uh, he's tried to talk to me about it before I, I was like, dude, you got me on that. I said, I know all about Randy Macho Man Savage, and that's it. He goes, and he'd walk off, walk off all mad. See, we should get him on the show and just talk about wrestling. Him and Eric can have a, an entire episode just on pro wrestling. Yeah, dude. Yeah, see, I had a life growing up, so I don't know anything about wrestling. <laughs> so I used to make my girlfriend. Like, sounds, like, sounds like you had a, a life with Eric's sister. Is that right? Damn! Fake. It's fake. It's fake. About, she taught me some wrestling moves. <laughs> Put him in the figure four. I'm sorry, Robin. I love you. I'm so glad Eric is cool, man, because I'm, I'm a jerk, man. 
Karina would. Karina, I told you. I don't know Karina. That's why I'm not going to talk about his family yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad that I don't have a sister. <laughs> so, so we're good. <laughs> That's the key word, though. Yet. But you know, you know, I, I brought up, I brought up that question about Dane because, uh, and I'm going to paraphrase what he had said, but recently he said. You know, something that's missing in this league is the character and the fight, the passion, the pride. Um, not just for the name on the back, but the name mm. on the front. And I feel like, I mean, it's hard to say that he's wrong, right? And, uh, you know, you saying how lucky we are to have Dame, not just because of the player that he is, but because of his loyalty. You, you don't find that yeah. in today's game anymore. And it's not so much that that's a bad thing because of the whole player uh, empowerment movement and whatnot, which is, is good for the players. But do you think that maybe uh, Dame is trying to, you know, influence the players that are going to come up behind him to be maybe be a little more loyal to the teams that draft him? Um, or do you think that maybe, you know, his words may affect other stars in the league today? You'd like to think that it would, but in today's society, I mean, or maybe it's never changed. Maybe it's always been like this. Who knows? Everybody's out for theirs, and and it's tough to sell some random. You know, what if you're a what if you're a fringe player that's just hanging on? You're gonna chase that cash. Um, you'd like to think they would. As far as Dame, his word getting to people, are his teammates. I mean, I couldn't think of a better guy to have uh, lead Nas and. And, 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 you know, over these last few years, I mean, you gotta be kidding me, man, to have a quality dude like that. CJ was like that too. CJ was not as sociable. Um, he was sometimes to himself a little bit more, but he was never a dick. And he, just the way he, I mean, that's, that's a couple of good heads on their shoulders, um, leading those young dudes. I mean, that's, those are some quality people. Um, as far as changing the culture of getting yours i don't know i think by the time these dudes I, you know i've said this about my kids and about friends kids and by the time they're in sixth grade that foundation laid how are you right you know how you have have prepped them for just minor decisions and minor um day-to-day -day what they're thinking or how they're how they're choosing to live their life or what path or what journey they're going on if that foundation isn't laid by the time they're like you know some people even say younger than that you know, I'm I'm of the mind of all these kids I've seen around the neighborhood raised. Man, if they're like by fourth and fifth grade, if they don't have you know good manners, if they don't have any discipline, that's gonna be a rough ride. Uh, so mm -hmm. so to go forward, I mean, he can give some opinions, he can give some some uh, words of wisdom to some of these young bucks. Whether or not they take it, that's a whole another thing. But at least it's good to know that we got a guy that's tied in and associated to us. Um, so my, right. you know, our best player ever, I, I say he's our best player ever. Um, having him out there as, as a spokesperson for the squad and for young players coming up, man, that's, that dude's money. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Uh, moving on. Well, actually I do have one more question about Dame. I almost skipped it too. He hold had on, his hold on, hold surgery. on. My wife's talking about that. She's got to feed the dogs. Hold on. You need the dog food? Hold on. Oh, see? Well, see? Take down that dumbass Ponzi Welsher and give me the dog yeah. food. Okay. Right. Busted Bucket Broadcast is brought to you by this bougie-ass <laughs> bougie dog food that right. my wife buys. 
<laughs> hey, that blue dog food is supposed to be real good for them, though. Oh, well, of is. course it is, dude. But it's all we don't live that life. You know, sweet pig. Dude, that food is probably better than the dinner you had tonight. Dude, you know my dog did Quite yesterday. Sure it is. Last night. Huh. <laughs> Babe, they said they like dog this went dog. on the counter. Got into the bread basket, pulled out an entire pack of Costco muffins, ate all but one half of the muffin. Those big pastry ones. Dude, Two of them like were chocolate. This guy's dog ate all their Costco muffins yesterday, bro. <laughs> so, hey, so there you go. So then that I. Goes back, that goes back to discipline and to laying a foundation. <laughs> Eric, you're obviously not very good at that. Yeah, you done messed up. So I had to take her for a walk today. <laughs> Diarrhea is because two of those muffins were chocolate. She's just boo-booing as she's walking, squirting it on the sidewalk. I'm like, oh! Hey, Tim, there's in your, front of my neighbors. There's your line to pull for the front of the podcast. Yeah. No kidding. Well, so we'll tie that into my experience on my on my way back from Cabo. So she just lays the lava. She does. She just lays the lava on the sidewalk. And this old lady's watering her yard. I have no bags with me because it's supposed to be just a quick walk real quick to get her legs moving. I'm like, uh, ma'am, could I just use your hose real quick? Let me spray off your like. It was terrible, too. I mean, it, I don't know if you've ever had a dog eat chocolate before, but that is some. Uh, <laughs> what's your dog's name? That's uh, Her name's Jesse. Jesse. She's what, a Weimaraner. What do you guys got? You guys Tim's got, got no dogs. I guess I'll go, Gary. I don't have any dogs. We used to have a, a pit in some other mix. Yeah, I, I used to have a, about, a golden retriever, Nate? but uh, Astro. <laughs> Our chocolate lab was Charles Barkley. He died a few years back. And then we got Rocky Balboa, <laughs> my son named. And then uh, Rudy Fernandez is my uh, chihuahua. Rudy Fernandez. Chihuahua Jack Russell. He's 14, completely blind now. Uh, over the last year, went completely blind, has diabetes, just walks around bumping his head into everything in the house. It's so sad. But uh, That sounds like the actual Rudy Fernandez is last year in Portland. It does. <laughs> Yeah, after no Trevor Reza clothesline me, guys. Uh, yeah, I, I. He was never the he same. He was on our team when when I got him, so we named him that. When I used to do that show, that road tripping with Big John, I interviewed Rudy and told him that my dog's name. We named him after him. Just didn't translate. He's like, "What?" And I was like, "We named our dog after you. It's Rudy <laughs> Fernandez. F U R Nandez." And he didn't get it. He probably took it as a slight against him, man. You call okay, so, me a dog? What? Right, That's right. another dude that I met, and I met him up uh, at departure one time. And I'm not trying to generalize, but he had that European look. <laughs> funky. Wow. That's too bad. <laughs> Rudy is a superstar in Europe. Show. Man. He's like, yeah. He's like LeBron in Europe. So maybe he just doesn't even feel like he needs to soak. Wow. But didn't didn't they call him and, and Sergio like the Spanish Armada or something like that? Wasn't that, yeah, wasn't they that were their, fun to their watch, nickname? Dude. Yep, they were fun to watch, man. Yeah. I had a blast watching those guys. Uh, ran into Victor Claver and mm. and Rudy both when we were in Tokyo. They would walk down by our uh, TV compound to go talk to media, and I saw those guys, and it was uh, it was uh, it was funny, man. Vic came over. We said, "What's yeah, up?" We're you, real you, tight. You and brought they, up your they, dog again. No, no. But Rudy goes, and he goes, and he, he looks like this, and he goes like that, and then Victor says something to him in Spanish about Portland, and the boy he goes, ah, oh, he's like, you're 
still big. And then he walked off by. <laughs> That's because you called him a dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> called him my bitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got I got one final question for you, John, and we can wrap this up unless the guys have something else for you. Uh, I we we already talked about Jeremy Grant, but I wanted to get your opinion on the signing of the Glove 2.0. Yeah, that's an interesting one, man. Uh, a lot of people don't remember he was with us before um, mm-hmm. during preseason. Yep, right. That was about the extent. Um, mm-hmm. he showed exactly what his value was this last year and especially in that playoff run but when um, I was completely caught off guard you know of course I'd seen him play before and stuff but it was fantastic to see what he could do out there and damn if there's a Chauncey kind of guy that's him mm-hmm. well was his mom but like a high jumper or something because his himself? dad did not have a bounce like oh, that I don't know. no not at all man <laughs> Uh, and that's another name. Hey, that's a name we didn't even talk about of who was going to sit um, if Sharp's going to play. Yeah. I mean, there's another guard. So, I mean, I, you that, I don't see that kid getting on the court. You can't sit him, especially no. if you're paying him. Yeah. What you're paying, he's not sitting. Yeah. He might be. The, he I'll might end what, up being your starting three, to be honest. Even at six two, six three. But then, but then, but then you're back to playing he's three small. guards again. That's just not going to work. Right. I think he's you got small. better. I think you got Here's better three though. He comes in, so if they're gonna take, if they're gonna take Ant out at that eight-minute mark, and then bring him back in at the start of the second, or they take Dame out and bring him in at the start, whatever. Gary Payton comes in, and is that bulldog that plays next to both of them, and he's that guy that will take Kyrie and will take Chris Paul mm-hmm. and will guard those. Where in the past, CJ and Dame, neither of them, you know, you would hope that you know they had a chance. But then you do that, and then when the other one comes out, you bring Josh Hart. And Josh Hart is a um, – uh, Yeah, he's a dog too. So you could, you know, mm. I, I like – you know, now the more you think about it, I didn't, hadn't even really been thinking about Gary Payton, but that was a quality signing, man. I think he's going to be just as important. Um, yeah, I was a big fan of that signing. Yeah. So we did up our defense, man. We really did. Um, and, and, you just, know – We don't have any bigs. We do. We have the one big, no, and let's don't. talk about him, okay? Because that was a big signing, oh, and I'm tired of everybody good. on Twitter talking all that bullshit. Yusuf Nurkic Great is move. the man, okay? Huh? Nurk is the man. Definitely. Definitely. Find me find me five centers in the as league better than him. As long as he buys into the system. If he buys into the fact that we're not going to run our offense through him, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I. it seems like that sometimes – when he struggles is when he doesn't maybe doesn't feel like they're running the ball through him enough so maybe i know dame and him are really tight and so maybe dame's gonna realize that and they're gonna go out of their way to purposely you know go through him you do have to keep the other team honest so i love i love nurk because i know what i expect out of him um you know i'm not one of those dudes that think he's gonna go out there and put up Jokic numbers you know, no, but he's my a man gives me quality 15 and 10 every night. See, and that's just it. If right. you can get 15, 9 to 11, and just put your damn hands up and get some rebounds, um, that's all you need in this league now. You know, how Should many, we games, how many with games Joel Prisbilla are there? for the longest time. Yeah, I love Joel. Hey, and like I said, I love dudes that go out there and do that. Different. I love Joel, 
Yep. Ed Davis is one of my favorite big fours. Really tight with him. He's absolutely a fantastic guy. But his game, you know, I'm hoping that who's our backup center? Drew Eubanks. 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 Who caught me completely off guard. Um, I was really surprised by what he did. And all Pop that, doesn't you know, pick up guys that can't play though, and he played for Popovich. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see what Eubanks yeah. can do with the full season can. with us. And and playing against the other team's bench, and um, coming in and just putting all that hustle and grind and putting it into you know what, 10, 15 minutes, hoping that Nurk doesn't get injured. You also got uh, Greg Brown and Watford's back. Greg Brown, I want to see Greg Brown play the three spot personally. It'd be a long three. I'd like that. He's so completely out of control, uh, and you oh, can't yeah. and you can't run a play for him. But I'm like I said, I told you guys a couple of times. I love that. That dude's gonna go out He's there. He's exciting and, to watch. Yeah. Another, hey, that's another good kid. Like really good dude. Like you, good root for. Like he's a really really cool guy. Do you have a you got like a special handshake with him? Doesn't he have a special handshake Dude, with everybody? I tried to get one at the end <laughs> of the year. I tried to get it was a really interesting year because all these coaches were new, all these players were new. So like the yeah. first time in a long time where I didn't know like everybody. It was strange. And these random people would be these coaches would be looking at me and who the fuck is this dude? And then Dame would come up and say what's up and visit with me and stuff. So like, okay, well I guess he knows Dame, so we gotta be <laughs> nice to him. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, it was interesting trying to get to know guys. And Greg Brown, I got to know him. He's he's sitting in the back of the bus with us, and he was fantastic. I go, I go, GB, I need a handshake. Everybody's got a handshake. He looks at me, goes, I'll come up with something, and then never, never did. All right. John, I hope he gets dunked. Your, I hope he gets dunked year. on. No, I hope he gets dunked on now. <laughs> leave me hanging. So hold on. My last question before I told we... you guys before you get on the you get on the wrong side of me, you're not gonna get replays on air. Wesley Matthews didn't get a replay on air for like the last two years he was with us. What did Wes do to you? Wes went a little bit sideways when he was with us those last couple years. He kind of got he signed that big contract when B Roy went down and then he signed. Uh he got big time with a lot of people. Mm, and kind of came across Yeah, came Came across. It used I used to be like we'd walk on the elevator in the hotel, or we'd walk on the waiting for our badge or something. He'd come, hey man, how's your dog? How's your son? Blah blah blah. And then it got to a point where I'd get on the elevator, and he like wouldn't even look at me. I'm just like, oh really? It's like so that. So if someone were, if someone were to really go do their homework and look back at my highlight videos, um, Wes would have like 20 points and just, Aah! and you wouldn't see any of that shit in my in my. You got him on a free throw. You got his one free throw. <laughs> yeah. Free throw line. <laughs> you know? Uh, but then you got his little Hunger Games three boys like Pat Connaughton and yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like Pat Connaughton, any of those guys, those are my dogs. I'll make them look like they're a Kobe out there. Dude, what is it with Portland second round picks going out and just doing big things, getting big money, man? Yeah, they did, man. Uh, Gary Payton. Was Gary Payton a second round pick? No, we didn't pick him. Mm-mm. Was he first? We didn't pick him. Oh, it was like a trade. No. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Gary Trent. I'm sorry. Gary Trent Jr. Oh, Trent. I was gonna say. Yeah, I Trent think, was. A, I don't think Payne was. was Trent a was a second round pick. Yeah. And that's He's getting guy. paid. Barton's getting paid. Thrills I getting wish, paid. I wish right. We had him back. 
Pat's getting Luke paid. Bab- Luke Babbitt's counting bottles with Ike Diago and Plaid Pantry. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. That was a good refilling the Slurpee machine. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. another guest we can check off the list. He's not coming on. <laughs> I don't want to talk to Luke Babbitt anyway. And, hey, and we traded does, we traded one of my favorite Blazers, Martel Webster, for Luke Babbitt. So Luke Babbitt can kick rocks. If Luke Babbitt does ever come on, you know Big John's gonna have to come on too. We should get Ike too. <laughs> that guy was and so Ike. quiet. That guy was so quiet. Yeah, I, I saw Ike. I saw Ike and Jerry Bayless walking down the street at like 3 a.m. down uh, Canal Street. Uh, I'm sorry, Bourbon Street in New Orleans once. Just like this, just uh, walking back to the <laughs> hotel. Like, oh, it's gonna be a great game tomorrow, guys, isn't it? <laughs> so That's I gotta cool. ask though. Okay, so we know Coach Curry is a huge sneakerhead. Mm. She really bringing some heat. She does, dude. Unbelievable. Great person. She's fantastic. I got to know her this year. Uh, great role model for so many people out there. Um, I actually have talked to her about having a sit down lunch with my daughter just to kind of give her a little guidance and stuff like that in the in the sports world. Um, she's great. And yeah, she is a true sneakerhead, man. She comes with some heat. Yeah, and, I, figured. Uh, I think that's Put what big we John connect- shame, huh? Yeah, that's what we connected on um, at first was coming in and she'd look at my face she's like who is this dude and she'd look down she'd be like okay and then it got to a point where i'd walk on the plane or something i go oh my bad coach and i'd point to something that i was she goes okay you win and she'd start keeping score um (laughs) and then i introduced her i i introduced her to some stores to go to and stuff here in town and she went and saw some people down the index and stuff like that and yeah she's a big time sneakerhead she's got some swag and I think she has a lot of connections with Nike, uh, being that she was with the Ducks too. So, um, yeah, she's a great man. She's a great pickup. Nice. Well, being that you mentioned uh, Index, uh, we're gonna wrap up the show now. But I want to give you some time to to give some shout outs. If you want to give shout outs, give uh, say anything else that's on your mind. Anything you want out there? Uh, no, dude. I we talked about that stuff in the past with my podcast, right? hyped up some guys but no man um graphletics is a good local brand my man rick over graphletics does a lot he's got a shop social media a lot of cool portland and oregon gear a lot of stuff he does some cool projects with some small business um small businesses where he'll make uh hats for restaurants and stuff and then give all the proceeds to those guys and stuff um my guys uh troy over cultural blends um back to the basket too yeah and so it's funny that they you know they opened up that store and then had to change the name uh those guys are fantastic and they got a store over on what is it like 34th and hawthorne Hawthorne, yeah back to the basket and that's great man they got so much cool stuff over there bro jerseys and stuff i brought just like boxes and boxes of stuff to those guys i was clearing out um i was clearing out my garage and uh, gave those guys a ton of stuff but that's actually when maybe i don't want to spoil anything but maybe they're going to be doing some stuff with my daughter that's awesome um, have my daughter like you know get my daughter in a westbrook jersey walking around on campus taking pictures or something. Uh, i like it maybe i'll get maybe i'll get some jordans out of the deal maybe my boys will hook me up uh, and then yeah, Mike, Mikey, <laughs> Mikey down at index is fantastic all those guys are great and i love you know i love all these guys uh, succeed man and the fact that they're you know small businesses minority owned small businesses uh is always mm-hmm. is a plus anytime we can hook those guys up man and my world, asian brethren man uh, 
Yeah, they um, they've kind of brought me into their clan, uh, their Wu Tang clan. I love all those guys, man. They're fantastic. Oh, and then hey, my boy Anthony owns Duke. My boy Anthony owns Dues. It's a say, don't forget dope, uh, yeah, dope restaurant over, man, off of 53rd and Sandy, man. And that's the joint, man. He's doing really good. They opened up another one out in Beaverton, but I don't venture over to the West awesome. Side. I get scared on that side. I got to keep it real. Nothing makes sense over there. <laughs> nah, man, it's really <laughs> I was going to go to Dues the other day. and Yeah, if I, I'll go to Saturday Market, Cannon Beach, and just nothing in between. And I'm good, man. <laughs> Just those people yeah. all they all look the same out there and they look at me like I'm ready to steal their stereo, man. So I <laughs> go to yeah, my Deuce, uh, <laughs> I rolled out to Deuce a couple weeks ago and the line was too long, so I went to Ohana and ate instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a mistake. Deuce is the joint, man. Uh, Ohana's fire Deuce. too. But Deuce, hey, I was out waiting in that line. <laughs> I'll be totally serious. I know I, I know you guys have a bunch of different people on. Anthony who owns Deuce, Tony, that dude would be a cool ass guest for you guys the guy is an, like... he's an absolute basketball dork that dude knows basketball that dude knows everything about hip-hop that dude is a solid cat man and he's just he'd be one that you wouldn't even have to talk about his restaurant i mean that's a great topic to talk about that's what i did on my podcast because i was hyping up his restaurant but just to come on and just be a, a sports fan that dude man he brings it he'd be a lot of fun and maybe you guys awesome. get some. I feel like you've. I feel like you got. You told us about that maybe on the first show, uh, you did with us that we should have had it. We should have had him on. This Let's is get him on. Spot in town. Yeah, I mean whatever. It's just he's like a really dope dude, man. That guy. And then who knows? Maybe he gets some free bento out of me. You uh. Anything. Anything that gets me. Get free that food, big I'm John. Get that big John combo. You slapping that 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 Mike Capes, Big John. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I always got to support those guys, man. And then my boy, yeah. uh, my boy, uh, Cool Nuts. Yep. Is, is Northeast Portland. I mean, me and Terrence grew up together. We're the exact same age. We went to school from kindergarten through high school. So anytime, that's what we were talking about, hip hop guys and stuff. And uh, it's great to see all these dudes. I'm, you know, they're still out there grinding, man, and putting in their work. And it's fantastic to see. That's why my daughter's a, and my son was fourth generation grand general, man. So it's like, you know, this neighborhood, man, I haven't gone anywhere. I can't go down to our neighborhood Starbucks without being bugged by 30 people I know. But, uh, <laughs> I still got to get like, in there and see the new school. I haven't seen the new school, man. I haven't seen the inside of Grant High School since 2001. Yeah, dude, it's, they did a fantastic job. It's really cool. They did a lot of good work. And hmm. Yeah, my daughter and her friends are having a blast. They love it down there. That's awesome. Well, gentlemen, if you don't have anything more for Big John, I'm calling it. I gotta call it. Yeah, dude, we were on here for like three hours. I know, and I, and I and I'm the one who has to edit it down to like 45 minutes. That's true. True story. Well, if this dude Eric, this dude Eric would be on time. Eric, Gary, I got four kids. Me. So because you. Oh yeah, control, real quick. So hold on, because you can't control your urges as a man. That's. <laughs> Before we go, before me we get up there, I just want to. Me and my man Karina. Now, now me and Karina are all late. We had stuff to do. Keep it in your pants, <laughs> and then maybe we'll get some stuff done around here, bro. I'm saying the whole. I, I got to put it out there because I'm really proud of my son. My 12 year old son just uh, just won district championships. He's heading state for baseball. Uh, first games on a Friday, oh, yeah. but won their uh, district dope. championship game in extra innings. My son went uh, five for six for the weekend, so wow. it was. I mean, he was he wow. was hot on the bat. Congratulations, man. Yeah, as a dad, man, that's that's 
That's cool yeah, stuff, man. Yeah, my son wasn't good at baseball, so I was glad I didn't have to go to a lot of those games, man. He was picking dandelions. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, dude. I hope they do good. Yeah, we're excited. That's, that's great. Well, John, thanks for joining us once again, man. Appreciate having you. Yeah, that's cool, man. I hope uh, I hope this thing continues to grow like it has. It's cool to see all your guys' stuff and see all your different different guests and different things like that. And now we got this new guy we got to break in. It's going to take some. Let's do it. Hey, we should, we should sneak an appearance on when we get Antonio Harvey back on so you guys can settle that bullshit. What we yeah, do? Can you guys, right? Can I join if you guys yes. are already in session? Yes. Yeah. I'll just keep you in the waiting room. Oh, man. Hey, John, he's, he's coming will, on on Tuesday. I he's will, on on Tuesday. I will clown that dude. <laughs> Tony, if he saw my face, that'd be like, yeah, because he knows he knows he will get it from me, dude. He, the problem is he will never come back on the show. Well, is that a good thing or a bad thing, man? I don't. That's that's a good point. The only reason I, I got him to mean. come back on the show is because I, I promised him a couple of Cuban cigars. <laughs> no, that's great, dude. No, I'd love to see that. I don't want to interrupt that. But we'll, maybe in the future we'll do it where we both come on there. Uh, I had some of my best cracks on him in front of other dudes. He got so mad. Like, I, I, I actually made him mad. I was making him. They're talking about college sports and college stuff like this. And I'm at, we're at this restaurant and I'm cutting my steak. I go, they're talking about, oh, I went to, you know, one of the guys like, I went to Michigan State. Blah, blah. I was like, Tone, where did you go? <laughs> and you know tone went to like five different he went to like five different colleges he started at like some big d1s and then who knows what people's paths are whatever oh, but he went to some weird ass d3 school and i haven't talked to tone so long i forgot and i go he's he said it and i go is that like a, an online school and I'm sitting here cutting my steak. I said, you play your games online? Uh, and this was pre-COVID. This was pre-people actually doing online. So I asked him if he played his college game with a Nintendo controller. Pfeiffer University. That's so pissed, dude. Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer, University of Georgia, Southern Illinois, and Connor State. He ran out of schools. He literally ran out of He literally ran out of school. So I asked him, I was like, Tone, I remember watching that one game in the tournament. He's looking at me, I go, Remember you did the BB down toggle? <laughs> <laughs> These fools were laughing. He was getting so pissed. And then, uh, and then I told him, you know, uh, he's talking all this about oh NBA this, and I go, dude, you have like two more career rebounds than I do in the NBA. <laughs> Fuck you, blah blah blah. He gets all mad. And all you got to do is Google his slam dunk competition. Uh, oh yes. And that was we brought very, that up. Oh, that was yeah. Shaq's all laughing at him and shit because he's <laughs> <laughs> no tones. That, hey, that's he's actually a really really fun dude, man. He's good, but I love. He's a stand up dude. We like him a lot. He's one of those dudes, and he's one of those dudes, man, that he can take the crap. So, uh, yeah, I'll he have to. He flamed Neil Olshay, I'll send man. I'll send in a question. He oh, said he's no, never I, getting I, his I, job I, back. Yeah, I listen to. Him. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. He's that like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to get question. my fucking job back with the Blazers, so let's go. Right, right. Yeah. That's uh, a, that's actually a great idea. We'll just tell him we got a mailbag for him. Yeah, and I'll be the last coming question. From, this, this last question is coming from a 
Big John PDX. You should say, um, say, I believe this is out of Northeast <laughs> Portland, Big John, and then just see his face. He'll just be like. <laughs> and then he wants to tone. He, he says something about you playing all of your games online, video game style. What is <laughs> what is he talking about? I just, I don't understand. Oh, yeah, dude. That's my dog. Good. Uh, thanks a lot. Oh, you guys, this was fun. Yeah, we'll do it again some Always time. a pleasure having yeah. you on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big shout out to you, my co-host, the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, Twitter followers, and bucket busters. You make it so easy to keep stepping up to this mic. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter, at BustedBucket, with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. Don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe, and leave a review if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.